He's in on the slot back. Donovan in the hole there. Running backs are split behind Montana. Third and three. He has the ball. Montana rolling out the right. Looking toward the end zone. Throwing under pressure. Throws his pass. Caught by Clark. Hello, 49er fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This week's show is sponsored. If you're interested in sponsoring a 49ers Paradise Podcast Show, just drop me an email at brian at 49ersparadise.cjb.net, and I'll be happy to work something out with you. Once again, that's brian at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. If you want to have your voice heard online and ask your questions to be answered, over the air on the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show, you can do so by calling any of the local U.S. numbers available on the 49ers Paradise site. You can find the phone numbers by a link titled Phone in the top right-hand corner of the main page of 49ers Paradise. Or if you're calling locally from the United States, or from San Francisco rather, you can dial 415-354-1083, Press 1 and dial 1-747-628-7149 and the number sign to be connected directly to 49ers Paradise. Alright, so a couple of site notes that I want to bring to everybody's attention. Um, firstly, I this week I took the time to redo the 49ers Paradise Picture Gallery. And this is a section of the site that's uh, been long overdue. The past couple of years, it really hasn't been updated simply because it just took so much time and so much bandwidth and so much space to keep an archive of photos. It just became uh, too cumbersome for a site the size of 49ers Paradise. Well, uh, recent technology has evolved and allowed me to create a constantly updated 49ers Paradise photo album, essentially, um, and all the archive photos are still there. Be sure to check it out in the sidelines tab of the navigation bar on uh, any of the pages on 49ers Paradise, you can find a link to the pick gallery. And uh, it's great. It's constantly updated, which means it's updated throughout the games. And as pictures come through the uh, wire, they're automatically placed on 49ers Paradise. You'll definitely want to check that section out. Also this week, um, I do want to speak towards a little bit of downtime that occurred Um, on the site, and uh, in particular some spam that went out over uh, the forum personal messages. So uh, basically what happened was a person or robot, I'm not 100% sure, managed to register and get approved on uh, the 49ers Paris uh, forum. And that's not something that uh, I take lightly because this person had the interest of spamming the board. And what they did is they sent... Uh, about four emails, or rather four personal messages that arrived in some people's email boxes because you have your settings configured to allow um, a message to come through your email box. And it was unfortunately pornographic content. Um, four, in, so in some cases one, but in most cases four emails or four personal messages were sent. Um, this person was tracked down pretty quickly. Um, within, I'd say, 15 minutes, I was able to ban him from the site. And um, the unfortunate circumstance is that the host of 49ers Paradise um, recognized the spam and shut down the site temporarily until the matter was rectified. And it took about two hours between when they shut it down, when I got in contact with them, and when they got the site back up and running to uh, get the site back up and running. 
So I apologize for that downtime. Um, I actually prefer that they do set, shut down the site when something like that does happen uh, to prevent more spam from proliferating. So I did address the problem. I have been fighting these bots and whatnot. It is an, sort of an ongoing issue um, at 49ers Paradise. It's, I posted a rather long note about it in the administrative section on the forum, but if you haven't gotten a chance to read that, basically as the sites become more popular, it's become a larger target for uh, spammers. And as a larger target for spammers, they try and create more inventive ways to get by the different security measures. And uh, basically, it's an ongoing battle. I increase the security, they find a new way to get through the security, so on and so forth. Um, but I think I've put in a fairly good system at this point. Um, I made an additional three changes since they came in and spammed the board. For starters, all new members will be put on a probationary period in which they will not be able to send personal messages until they're approved to Waterboy status, so that's new and different. Um, I've also implemented a system whereby every uh, single person who chooses to register with 49ers Paradise um, not only has to be approved by an administrator, but we are now going to be sending each one of them an email asking, asking them to tell us about themselves. And that's usually a pretty good in that should be a pretty good indicator as to whether or not they're an actual fan or somebody just interested in being malicious. Now, obviously, it's not a hundred percent, but it is coupled with all the other systems we have in place, probably uh, one of our stronger defenses because it is uh, fairly personalized, and hopefully that'll help. Uh, the third change is that I further upgraded um, the forum to one point oh eight. Um, very excited that 1.1 is just around the corner, but 1.08 had a couple security fixes in it. Um, more backdoor stuff, but uh, certainly those were the three measures that I took forward, uh, put in place this this past week, and it was um, all a result of that one spammer. And again, I really I apologize for that because uh, it's just something that I think is disgusting and should not be occurring on the web, but really it's just a matter of it's impossible to completely prevent that type of thing. I'm doing absolutely everything I can to make sure that you are not getting spammed on the board through the PMs or through the emails. I just, I, I think that the more I can do to prevent that, the better place 49ers Paradise will be. So those are the recent changes to the site, and um, I've been working obviously long and hard to put them in, and um, my computer is starting to bail on me too, unfortunately, which makes things a little bit more difficult. It's uh, slowing down to the point where I'm going to, unfortunately, have to purchase something probably um, in rather short order uh, next month or two, I imagine. And um, it's just it's getting to the point where it is getting cumbersome to keep things uh, running as smoothly as they can be. So hopefully that will be a a major asset to the site once it gets going too. Um, so thank you all for your patience with that. And again, I do apologize about the spam attacks, but um, I believe I've deleted them all from the personal messages out there. And if you did see it before I got a chance to delete it, I, again, I'm sorry. And I will do my best to make sure that it does not continue to happen. And I think you can feel pretty confident based on the changes that have already occurred that I am doing everything I possibly can. All right, now all that with a pretty exciting week around the 49ers, and I think what I'll do is I'll probably start backwards with uh, 
the most recent events and then uh, see how far back that takes me because there's been quite a bit to talk about and uh, I've done a, a more writing than talking recently so hopefully there'll be a nice uh, intermix between what I've written so far and uh, what I'm saying tonight. So starting with uh, the news of the day and that's that the 49ers have made their roster cutdowns to meet with the 75 player roster. That must be done by Tuesday but the 49ers made their cuts uh, today being Sunday. Uh, the 49ers wave veteran defensive tackle Jerry De- DeLoke I, to this day. I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing his name properly because he didn't really get on the field. He was injured for the time being here, but um, I was pretty excited when they brought him in. I thought he might be able to be a situational pass, da- pass rusher, somebody who might be able to bring a little bit of a pass rush to the rotation, um, which is, you know, something the team is desperately in need of. But anyways, he was uh, one veteran the 49ers let go of. First-year player cornerback uh, Gabe Franklin and rookie place kicker Louis Berlanga were also let go. Wide receiver C.J. Brewer, who made a bit of noise over the preseason, and uh, place kicker Andrew Jackass. Uh, Again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name right or wrong, but uh, you can imagine how it could be pronounced wrong. And uh, tight end, again, name pronunciation I'm not good with. You'll have to forgive me. Um, Onyi Ubiqui. Um, and again, I know my pronunciation is probably killing that there. He was the basketball player in college who was sort of being converted into a tight end with the team. Team's still looking to maybe add him to the practice squad, but obviously with Eric Johnson and Vernon Davis, they're pretty happy with the tight end situation. Uh, finally, the team also reached an injury settlement with linebacker Renald Williams, and that takes the team down to 75 players. Um, also this week, in terms of roster moves, you would have seen that Jeremy Newbury was officially moved to the injured reserve, um, effectively ending his season. Uh, we wish him, obviously, a speedy recovery. He's one heck of a warrior, and um, it's always sad to see a guy go on the injured reserve like that, but hopefully Newbury will uh, get healthy and hopefully can you know be able to contribute next year. He is certainly one of my favorite and a lot of 49er fans' favorites, and uh, a great guy, too. So we all wish him definitely the best. Now... Taking it back one step further is the 49ers' loss to Oakland this past weekend. Um, the loss, 17-7, 49ers scoring one touchdown in the third quarter. Alex Smith to Vernon Davis, touchdown, his first touchdown of the year. Um, obviously, we want to win every game, even if it's a preseason. But um, it was, uh, I don't know, better than the 49ers' last outing, but not as good as their first victory in preseason, obviously few things that I did like. I thought the offense didn't move amazingly well, but uh, moved competently up and down the field. I would have liked to have seen more points, obviously, but Alex Smith was 9 for 14 for 93 yards. Not wonderful, but uh, passable. One touchdown, one interception, a 1-to-1 ratio. I think if Smith turns his 14 interception to one touchdown ratio into a one interception to one touchdown ratio this year, a lot of people would be pretty happy with that. Um, and if he can get to 2 TD to 1 INT uh, ratio, I think people would be ecstatic. Um, so Smith had a pretty decent game. Frank Gore played well. He averaged over 5 yards a carry. Maurice, Maurice Hicks had a pretty decent outing, um, averaging just 4 yards a carry. Antonio Bryant uh, didn't have a big day. He and Eric Johnson each had two catches. Bryant had 24 yards, Johnson 16. Vernon Davis had uh, just the one reception for 15 yard, for that 15-yard touchdown. Um, so the offense, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that it moved the ball okay, not wonderfully, 
I think the biggest issue was that the defense just it continues to not be able to stop anything that's unable to generate a pass rush. And in general, third downs, both sides of the field, are just uh, dismal. And that's something that's plagued the, the 49ers probably for three, four years now, is that they just can't get off the field and they can't stay on the field when they need to. Um, hopefully something that they can work on. Uh, the lack of a pass rush is just something that I, I can't, I mean, as far back as I can, since basically drafting Reggie McGrew, that was a great pick, by the way, wasn't it? Um the team has been unable to generate a pass rush, and you can't expect them to have a decent season if that keeps up. Um, on the other side of the ball, the offensive line played uh, so-so. Larry Allen let up a sack, which was quite disappointing. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, one sack in three games, not the end of the world type of things. I'm talking about the starting line, of course. And uh, hopefully if they can protect Smith, it won't, be, it won't be as bad as it was last year. And if we can get the running game churning, you know, four yards, five yards a carry, then we're talking about possibly converting a lot more third downs and giving the defense enough time to rest. But without that pass rush, it is going to be a very, very, very long season. So other notes from the game, I guess it was exciting to see when Vernon Davis scores touchdown. He sort of pulled a T.O. move and celebrated on the Dallas Star. I think that was uh, a little funny, but I just hope Davis doesn't let it get to his head. After the game, he uh, was happy about his touchdown, but quick to point out that individual stats mean nothing if you're not winning. So I guess he still has his head where it needs to be. I would like to see um, Alex Smith be a little bit more comfortable in his third reads, going from his second to his third read still seems to be a bit of a problem, and I hate when he forces the ball downfield when he's got other passes. Um, a perfect example would have been his interception, actually, where he went to Antonio Bryant, but Vernon Davis was actually wide open down the field, too. It was supposed to be a play action. Sorry, not a play action. Pump fake to Vernon, and uh, the safety didn't bite on Vernon. He hung over Antonio Bryant, obviously had watched footage from previous games. Uh, Smith tried to force a ball to Bryant, but if he had gone to his next read... He would have been able to hit Davis for a pretty pretty sweet pass. So that uh, pretty much rounds up my take on this past week's game. Of course, if you haven't seen Vernon Davis's touchdown, it is available in the multimedia tab on the main page of 49ers Paradise. If you have not been checking that multimedia tab out, you've been missing a whole lot because that section has just been absolutely kicking um, in terms of the news and available on 49ers Paradise. Some some great great footage um, as well as in the past the first two games I was able to actually find to put online um, and you could watch the games online after the fact um, also this past week Jerry Rice the legend um, officially retired as a 49er he signed a one-day contract had a press conference and retired as a 49er he will have a halftime ceremony later on this season um, but it was nice to see Rice back at 49ers headquarters. He really hadn't been back there since he uh, left the team, and I completely understand that. It's hard to go back to a place where um, there are that many memories. It's emotionally a very difficult thing to do, and it takes a strong character. So uh, not surprisingly, Rice has that character, and he was able to show up at the facility and had his radio show from there afterwards and was, you know, class all the way. And I really, you know, one of the things he said was that he was considering coming back in, in some capacity with the team, um, hadn't spoken to anybody formally about it in any way, so don't 
think it's happening imminently, but that is something that I absolutely think would be amazing if the team could just bring Rice back in as a receiver's coach or as an offensive assistant or just having his presence there to pass things on to the players. The new players who don't really know the 49er way would just be something truly special that he could offer back to this team. And, um, I'm, you know, I miss him. And definitely when we see what we have at receiver this, these days, I, I miss him. And that's no knock on Antonio Bryant, but um, nobody's Jerry Rice, right? And uh, so it was good to see him back at the headquarters, long story short. Also this past week, if uh, you didn't see it, Kevin Barlow was released from the 49ers, Frank Gore assuming the starting role, and... Uh, Kevin Barlow seemed to be fine for a couple days and then sort of lost it on Mike Nolan, calling him a dictator, liking him, likening him to the likes of Adolf Hitler. Now, obviously, um, that offended a whole lot of people, and Barlow quickly retracted his statements, not uh, surprisingly. Um, but it's interesting to know how he felt, eh? And um, I don't think, I mean, there are very few people who deserve to be called a title like that. Nolan certainly handled it well. And things have sort of been washed over since then, but uh, I really think Barlow was completely out of line going there. I understand he was upset. I understand the guy's still relatively young, but, I mean, you just don't go around calling people Hitler. That's, uh, you know, we're not talking about, uh, uh, you know, a vicious dictator here. We're talking about an NFL football coach. And uh, if he thinks Mike Nolan is a dictator, then he doesn't know how good he had it, and I think he'll be pretty quick to find out um, out with the Jets. And the 49ers, of course, will receive a fourth-round pick in compensation. Now, there's been a lot of dis discussion as to whether or not a fourth-round pick is fair comp compensation, and I think because there is pretty much good discussion as to whether or not it is or it isn't, it probably is good com compensation. Now, as 49er fans, we obviously want more for Barlow, um, but if we're honestly honest with ourselves, then I don't think uh, we think we could get much more for Barlow. When you're talking about the other players and out there and the trades going on, we're talking about basically a second-string running back who has potential maybe to hit a 1,000 yards, but probably not going to happen again in his career. Um, so it was uh, difficult to see that happening. Yeah. So all in all, I do think it is fair compensation for Barlow. I would have liked to have seen more because I'm a 49er fan, but realistically, I don't think we could have gotten more. I think we got market value for him. And um, I, on the other hand, don't know, necessarily know if trading him was the right move. Now, if he was not going to make the roster, that's a different story. But I, I do think he would make the roster, just like I think Mike Rumpf would have made the roster. And both of those moves, I think the team missed a beat on because they should have kept them. If for no other reason other than depth, the team should have kept both of them. And um, I just can't imagine that the team is going to be better off without them and with a receiver like, let's say, wide receiver Jason McAdley taking a, a spot up on the roster or something like that. I, I Maybe they'll go heavy at tight end where they have some talent. but or I, I think the defensive back really could have used Mike Rumpf. As for the running backs, I, I'm not convinced Frank Gore is going to stay healthy, and if, I, I'm not convinced Maurice Hicks can fill in if he isn't. So I think keeping both of those players might have been a better move than letting them go, but only time will tell, unfortunately. So um, 
you know, in the meantime, we just have to say Nolan, we trust, right, and hope that it comes comes true for us. I I am starting to think that the type of team we saw against Dallas was probably more like the type of team we are going to see uh, this season. I don't think we're going to see the team that beat the Bears. I don't think we're going to see um, the team that lost last week. I do think that basically we're looking at the team that put up the fight against Dallas and and lost. And it was you know it wasn't like Dallas blew it blew them away. Seventeen seven is not a blowout, but seventeen um, nothing when you're talking first stringers basically is pretty much a blowout. So I don't know. I think that. They need to generate a pass rush. They definitely, definitely need to improve the defensive backfield. And they have to find a way to get Alex Smith to not be afraid to dump the ball off. Now, most quarterbacks dump the ball off too much, and I don't want them to start forcing him to dump the ball off either. But, you know, if the pass is not open down the field, let's let him move out of the pocket. Use him to move out of the pocket. Use his strength and don't necessarily make him conform. Many people, many people could not stand the way Steve Young took off and run for, ran for most of his career. But it wasn't until very late in his career that he really became a very good pocket passer. And I think that occurred as the game slowed down for him. And the game has slowed down for Smith since last year, but I don't think it slowed down to the point where he's fully comfortable in the pocket. I'm not saying roll him out on every play either for that matter use his strength and his strength is to roll him out so use it play to that effect and let the team work around smith let smith dictate what this team can and cannot do and if that means rolling him out and running more bootlegs then that's what the team should be doing and then slowly add in the pocket passes and give him a little bit more time and a little bit more protection than pocket to get the ball downfield i'm okay with that but don't be afraid to move him out either. And uh, I think that's the only way this team is going to have some success this off season, this season rather. And I don't know, I don't know if maybe the team did that against the Bears. Said, yeah, we can do this, and let's focus elsewhere. And when the season comes around, they're going to go back to his comfort zone. Um, I don't know if that's a strategy or not. But I certainly hope the team has not forgotten what Smith can do better than what he has been struggling with. So that brings us to the conclusion for this week's show. Appreciate all of you tuning in once again. Again, I apologize for the spam attack on the forum this past week. And um, I'm looking forward to the season. It's now just so, so close. And, you know, the last preseason game against San Diego is going to be a bit of a tease. And I I really just want to get this season going. And I I can't wait to be watching football every Sunday. That's just... um, it's my one of my favorite parts about the fall for sure so thank you all again for tuning in until next time have a great 49ers week but the days of the 49ers had only just begun